If you would, open your Bibles to 1 John. First John chapter 3, and we'll be looking at verse 8. 1 John 3, verse 8. need Jesus Christ.
take a look at what's going on in the country and around the world today. People, you know, just in New York City, people being attacked on the subway trains, being thrown in front of the subway trains, people being beaten and murdered, people being raped. And the sad fact is, is this is happening in front of people that could step in and help. But people are not stepping in and helping the victim. There is an apathy that can be seen in humanity today where people do not care about anyone but themselves. Yet, did God create us to be that way? Did God create us to be uncaring? Did God create us to be unloving? Did God create us to be cruel? No. If we look at all three of those questions, the answer is un just a flat-out no. He did not create us to be that way. And we know this because of what the Bible says. If you look back in Genesis, we see that evil, cruelty, and sin are the reasons God destroyed the earth by flood. God did not create us to be cruel. He did not create us to be evil. He did not create us to be sinful and unloving. God created us to have fellowship with Him. And you can't be any of those things to have fellowship with a holy God. Yet because of sin, humans have mastered the art of being evil being wicked, being cruel, and being sinful. But being evil and wicked and cruel and sinful shows something else. It shows to whom these people belong. Look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. It's written, he that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning, for this purpose was made manifest, that Son of God, that he might loose or destroy the works of the devil. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today as we worship, that you would illuminate your word for us and help us just to take what we learn today and apply it into our daily walk. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us today and if there's anyone here today that needs to make any decision, that you would just speak to their hearts. And Lord, I just pray that you would speak through me and hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, I just pray that you would bind down Satan and have no part of this service. And Lord, I also just pray for those that are traveling, those that are sick and shut in, those that...
could not make it today, Lord, I just lift them up to you and just ask your blessings upon each one of them as well. Just continue to be with us. Continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Look at what John writes, the first part of that verse. He that committeth sin is of the devil. Now what does that mean? Think about this. All the cruelty, all the evil, and all the sin that we see in the world today comes from one place. And you think I'm about to say it comes from Satan. It doesn't. It comes from the human heart. We can't be like Flip Wilson and say the devil made me do it because the devil doesn't make us do anything. The devil can't make us sin. He didn't make Adam and Eve sin. If you go back to the story of Adam and Eve, he tempted Eve. He didn't tempt Adam. He tempted Eve. Adam, out of his pride and greed to be like God, he willingly ate of what he was not supposed to eat. Satan didn't make him do it. Adam did it on his own. Satan didn't make Eve eat. He tempted her, but she did it on her own. They were tempted by Satan and fell to the temptation. So all the evil, the cruelty, and the wickedness and the sin that we see in this earth today comes from the human heart. It originates with the devil because that's what we see John say. He said he was sinful from the beginning. Jesus said that he was a murderer from the beginning. So it originates with Satan. But once Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden, they had a sin nature. And sin was imputed to humanity through Adam. And the longer it's went on and the longer it's went on, it's just continued to fill the world with sinful people. It originated with Satan. But when we sin, it comes out of the human heart. We do it willingly. It's a part of our sin nature. Look at what John says again. He that committed sin is of the devil. He didn't say, he that committed sin, the devil made him do it.
He doesn't say that Satan forces people to sin. So what exactly is he saying? Pretty much he is saying he that committeth sin is influenced by the devil. The devil tempts. The devil influences. But sin originates out of the human heart. And it comes from our pride. It comes from our greed. It comes from us wanting to be like God. But Satan does not force us to sin. But what does the Bible also tell us about sin? Sin shackles us, doesn't it? Those who are lost are under the bondage of sin. They're shackled to sin. Their lives are controlled by sin. And they are under the influence of devil. They are of the devil and under his influence. But here's something else. When we look at being influenced by the devil, That also includes Christians. And we can see this if you look back at the audience that John is writing to. He's not writing to people who are lost, he's writing to a church. In chapter 3, in those first seven verses, he's writing to other Christians. And he's telling them that they need to keep away from sin. They are not to live in habitual sin. And we see that in what he is saying. He's not talking to the lost there. But when we think about it, And we think about the Christian and sin, there is something that we need to point out. And we need to look at. The Christian sin and the penalty of sin has been taken away by Jesus Christ. When we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior, our sin has been dealt with and that penalty for sin has been dealt with. Christ frees us from the bondage of sin. He frees us from that shackle of sin. And we are given a new nature. The old nature and the old sin nature should be dead and buried. We're no longer controlled by sin. And we're no longer to succumb to sin because that sin nature has been dealt with. We're dead to sin and alive in Jesus Christ. The old nature is dead. And it should stay dead and buried. So what happens?
When the Christian falls to sin, they let that old nature come out. And it's that old nature that gets influenced by Satan because the new nature is controlled by the Holy Spirit and is of the Spirit. So when the Christian falls into sin, we let that old nature come out and be controlled by sin. So again, those who sin and continue to sin show that they are under the influence of Satan. He can't make the lost sin and he can't make the Christian sin. They're influenced by him. They succumb to the temptation. He can't make us sin, but he can influence us. But unlike the lost, the Christian does have the Holy Spirit dwelling within them. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. So we are to let the Holy Spirit lead us and influence us and not Satan. But when we look at what's going on in the world today and we look at the fact of the lost... The lost do not have the indwelling spirit. They don't have the indwelling spirit. They are dead in sin and under the control of sin. Under the control of that sin nature, so they succumb to the influence of the devil, and we see the results. We see the results all around us. I mean, think about it in the last two weeks. A woman raped on a subway train in front of everybody else that was sitting there on that train and all they did was take out their cell phones and take pictures. That's evil. Someone shot in the street and left on the sidewalk bleeding out and people stepping over him to get into a store. That's evil. And that's what we're seeing in this country today. This country. Sin makes people cruel. It makes people evil. Wicked. And if it can do that to the lost, think about it what, what it does to the Christian. It can do the same to a Christian. Which is why Christians are to keep themselves from sin. And that is what John is saying here in this chapter. We're no longer to have anything to do with sin as a Christian. Because sin is a destroyer. It destroys everything it touches. Those that commit sin show that they are influenced by Satan because Satan is a destroyer. As Christ called him, he's a murderer from the beginning. He murders. He's evil. And those that sin show that they belong to him 
and a Christian that sins and continues to sin, they begin to act like him because they're under the influence of him. Those who are lost show that they belong to Satan. And eventually the Christian will start taking on those characteristics as well if they continue to live in sin. But when we look around and we look at what's going on in the world today, especially with the lost and how people are acting, these people need Jesus Christ. They need Christ. Because Christ came to free us from the bondage of sin. He came to free us from the influence of sin. He came to free us from the penalty of sin. And Christian, what this means is that when you sin and habitually return to sin, you are willingly and willfully doing this of your own choice. Because Christ freed you from it. You're returning to the influence of Satan of your own choice. Because Christ freed you from that. It reminds me of something that Jonathan Edwards once wrote. He said that when the Christian continues to sin, that Christian has committed treason on a cosmic level against a holy God. And it doesn't matter what the sin is. When a Christian falls back into sin, that Christian has committed treason on a cosmic level against a holy God because God has freed us from that. Because he sent his son to die for us, to free us from that. Christ has loosed us from this shackle, and he has freed us from sin. And he does for the same for all who believe on him. Only Christ can cleanse us. Only Christ can change us. Only Christ can free us. When we look around at the world in which we live, the evil, the sin, the cruelty in the world, these people need Jesus Christ. Because only He can change them. Yet, the only way that he can change them is for Christians to go out and tell them about him. But for the Christian to go out and tell them about Jesus Christ, the Christian has to also be freed from the influence of Satan. That means we need to quit living sinfully. Quit committing sin and let Christ control us. Because the only way that someone will want what we have is if they see the change that Christ has made in us.
if they look at us and they see no difference in what they're doing and what we're doing, they're not going to think anything about Jesus Christ. They have to see a change. They have to see what Christ can do. And if we're acting just like them, they're not going to see anything. We need to tell them and show them the change that Christ can make in their life as we're sharing the gospel. Telling them about how he died for them. The shed blood. The freedom they can have from sin. The forgiveness they can have from sin. And the eternal life that they can have through him and only through him. That's what we need to be telling them. People need Jesus Christ and we need to be telling them about him. Yet, if we continue in sin... As a Christian, continuing in sin, we need to return to Christ because we're letting ourselves be influenced by Satan. And Christians don't belong to Satan. We belong to Jesus Christ. And we need to act like we belong to him. We need to tell others about Christ because people need Jesus Christ. They need him. And we can see this fact all around us. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before, I just thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for your word. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us during this time of invitation. Help us, Lord, to look to you for guidance. Help us to look to you for understanding and all that we say and do. And Lord, I just pray again that if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, that they would come at this time and that you would just speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.